calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. I'm Noah Daniels. We do not have Kat and JJ on this episode as they are busy, busy, busy planning their wedding, which will be... Well, why am I going to tell everybody when their wedding is going to be? Let's just say it's going to be soon. (laughs) I don't know if they've announced that to the paranormal community, but um, we are super excited to have three amazing guests on this episode. You know them. It is Stephanie Strange, Brittany Crabb, and Sarah Gray. Sarah, we have not had you on the podcast before, so thank you so much for coming on tonight. Absolutely. One thing that is super cool, you guys have a TV show on the CW dropping Monday. Can I'll let you all pick and choose who's going to tell the tale, (laughs) but I would love to know a little bit about that show before we get into the interview. Yes, our show is called, it's a special presentation from the CW. It's a Halloween special presentation, and it's called Mysteries Decoded Presents Spirit Squad. And the three of us together, we are Spirit Squad. It's such a cool name too, eh? <laughs> yes, I love it. I really do. It's like we're a squad. There was like a comment on YouTube and says like the craft meets the Powerpuff Girls. I'm like, I freaking love that. I can. That is. That. It's- <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I was we trying to figure because it feels like very superhero, but obviously, you know, it's paranormal. But each one of you have such a distinct appearance and personality it's i think a perfect blend um for a tv show i mean i kind of know some of y'all's backgrounds but have any of you worked with the cw before or is this going to be the first time i have i've worked with them in the past once for mysteries decoded season two episode one actually what i was gonna say too like the episode that sarah did for mysteries decoded was a conjuring house and she spent the night there by herself isn't that cool i don't know i thought that's so badass of sarah oh i could never do it (laughs) no that episode was so good too like it was so intense and yeah that was a really good episode of mysteries decoded no yeah i was gonna say like they went above and beyond too because like one of the things i was telling sarah it's like they went above and beyond and actually investigated the history rather than accept the lore and the ghost stories surrounding it yeah and i'm like see like that's something that i really liked about this team like so we worked with like you know a, a production team and one of the things that like it also ties in with why I'm so excited about like our group and like the casting and everything is that their mission was to like bring us together uh, like with different backgrounds and promote diversity and women empowerment in the paranormal space. 
and really show like more of like the empathetic side of like you know investigating rather than like going in there and instigating ghosts at haunted locations and so I think that's really what I'm looking forward to people seeing is like that side of like the investigation space. And that's really cool because yeah. Stephanie, I know that's something that is important to you um, showing that side specifically of the paranormal world, because I think it is something, and we've talked about this, that is underrepresented in our community. So kudos to you guys for being able to put that together and out for the world. Well, Sarah, one thing we love to find out is where our guests fall on what we call the believometer. Zero meaning they don't believe in ghosts and 10 ghosts are absolutely real. Where do you fall on that scale? As far as ghosts are concerned, at this point in my life, I absolutely believe that they do exist. That doesn't mean that I believe that everything is paranormal or that everything is a ghost. There are so many things in this world that are mistaken for paranormal activity. So in a sense, I'm kind of skeptical when it comes to like a new investigation or something like that. But when asking the general broad question, like, do you believe in the existence of ghosts? Absolutely, there's no doubt in my mind whatsoever. Yeah, I think that's a, a great answer. And I think the more I have delved into this world of paranormal, if it seems too good to be true, you usually find out that it's not true and it's a hoax, you know, and, and there's so much cool information out there and great stories from people you can trust that it's really unfortunate that there are people out there just, you know, I hate to say it, but making a cash grab or a click grab by kind of trumping up fun videos but obviously like you show me a video of something that looks like dobby running in a driveway i don't believe <laughs> that that's you know i love dobby but he's dead so it's not dobby come on oh. <laughs> spoiler <laughs> big spoiler Whoops. <laughs> oh well i would say i mean for for a real paranormal investigator it is frustrating to see people fake evidence like this because i mean we're out here you know like grinding hard to collect real scientific evidence of the paranormal and we do not want to see this this fake stuff on the internet but another thing that i've learned to be honest with you is that there are people in the world who have decided to not believe no matter what it doesn't matter how much science you bring to them they have chosen a path of disbelief for the simple fact that they psychologically cannot handle the idea of something invisible that has power to move something around in this world or to interact with the environment it simply is just too much for them to handle and so therefore it doesn't matter how much science you bring to them they are choosing not to believe so as a paranormal investigator i have found that is i'm never going to be able to convince every single person on the planet no matter how bad i want to no matter how much science i bring to the table there will always be somebody who doesn't believe what was the ethos or the origin story that made this such an important part of your life? Because obviously it, you know, has become something that you're invested in, just like Brittany and Stephanie, um, and I guess myself now at this point. Where where did that journey begin for you? Well, for me, my first experience with the paranormal was when I was a little girl back in Italy. I was going for a walk and I stumbled upon a graveyard. And when I went in and I was looking at all the different gravestones, I reached one particular gravestone that made me feel like somebody was screaming at me to get out. And it was such an intense feeling at that one particular gravestone that I actually like left the graveyard immediately because I felt threatened. And even though that wasn't like a crazy scientific like piece of evidence, that is the thing that as a little girl sparked me to really ask like what is this like what is ghosts what are spirits what is the paranormal and 
as I started doing research and starting to look into it, I realized that there's a lot of people who don't believe and people who will invalidate other people's paranormal experiences because they don't believe. And then um, as a teenager, when I discovered ghost hunters and how professional they were and how focused they were on getting scientific evidence, I'm like, that's it. That's what I want. I want to prove. I want to prove it so that my skeptical uncle and everybody else <laughs> can finally believe. Brittany, I feel like had you heard that presence reach out and that way you would have just curled up next to the graveyard stone and been like, tell me more, tell me more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little crazy that way. I just, I live for that stuff. I mean, like Sarah and stuff, no, I'm just insane. I, I want to see a demon. I want to talk to a demon. And I was telling Stephanie last night, like my dream in life is, I would, like, I know this sounds crazy, but I would love to sit down with a demon and talk to it. I want to know what it does all day. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's evil and everything, but I feel like they're not scared of me. Well, obviously they're not scared of me, but I feel like they're kind of just, they leave me alone. They don't really bother me. They feed on fear and you're not afraid. Exactly. So what exactly. are they going to do? They're just going to watch you in your pink outfit and be like, oh, she's cute. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like I, um, it kind I of made me think that. too of like how I, um, I don't know, on TikTok, I know like witch talk, I'm not saying that I'm taking that as a word of everything, but it did bring the topic of how there are witches that work mostly with demon magic and not necessarily in a way that people think like it's like satanic, you're killing people, you're doing all these like harsh things. No, it's like you literally like give it chocolates or lemons if it like delivers it. And then basically they're saying that that magic is a lot more instantaneously. It may not be like, it may not last forever, but it's a lot more like for some people, they can handle that magic and working with demons as opposed to like angel magic. I'm like, that's a very interesting thing. Uh, very interesting. Mm -hmm. I guess my fear would be, are there receipts that come with that transaction? Like, is there a day that comes where they want more than lemons and chocolate? You know, and then my <laughs> ex-wife appears and she's like, I'm back. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it is really interesting seeing the dichotomy of the, the three of you. So, Stephanie, you met your husband along this journey and, and you've kind of stayed with this. And I think it's so cool how doors keep opening for you in the, in such a niche field. And, and this goes for all three of you as well, which speaks to that y'all doing something well. Where do you kind of want your, I hate to use the word final destination, but like your big destination within the paranormal community, what, what are some things you would really like to accomplish along your journey? Yeah. And that's a question that people ask me all the time. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I think I'm enjoying what I do now. I'm enjoying cultivating a community where because I think that like spirituality, especially in like the psychic medium realm, like people take it that you you see like the, you know, it's characters within that space. You see the fake fraud people that are in it for the money, they're in it for the fame, that are in it for the glam. Then you see people that are really serious about it and they're very traditional about it, but they're also like not wanting more people in that space, which I, I can see both sides of that coin as well and the controversies on that. And then you see people like who are like me and my mentor you know, I made a whole post about him, Charles Cox, that's his name. Um, he has been doing this for years. He's 60 plus years old. And what I love about him is that someone who's much older than myself is able to bring that part into a community and be like, it's not as intense as, as you need it to be. He's like, I don't want you guys reading into everything I do of like, oh no, he lit a green candle. What does it mean? What does it mean? And he's like, no, dude, I'm just lighting a candle as like a protection circle while we do a reading. Let's just calm down. And he's, he's that. And I love that 
vibe and I'm, I'm that person. And, and so I'm always trying to show that side of like, you can still be yourself. You can still be your nerdy self, your humanistic self, and still be spiritual. Cause I feel like sometimes on the other hand, people are so spiritual and they can be really mean and nasty. I've seen that side too, where it's like, sometimes the most spiritual people are really mean and like, so know what they preach. And so I want it to be a balanced place. And I want people to see that, that like, you can do that and you can still be intuitive and everyone's intuitive. And it's not like you have to be like the long Island medium or something, or like, is it Tyler, the Hollywood medium, but you don't have to be like that person to still be in the space and validate yourself and give people messages and enlighten people and uplift yourself. So I think like that for me is like very important. And I don't really do it much online just because I've seen the toxicity of it, which is why I was so happy that, you know, this production team, the CW was like, Hey, like, do you want to bring that side of you um, on TV? I'm like, yeah, because like, I see what you guys are trying to do. And like, I feel comfortable doing it with you guys rather than like being a TikTok medium where everyone's being toxic and fighting each other. I don't want that energy. So. Yeah, that's, um, well, you're really prepared for that, that question. So I appreciate I that. Well, I, <laughs> no, I really just said it just like, it just came from right now. <laughs> But what's and, really great about the show too is the CW and our production company, they're allowing the three of us to be ourselves, like individually. They're not telling us to water ourselves down. Like they want us to be our genuine authentic selves, which I love because I'm allowed to wear pink. Like every outfit on this show, I'm wearing pink and you never see that. It's always black or dark clothes and we're all stylish girls. We all have, have our own really cool style and I just think that's so cool that we kind of, we're just like stylish ghost hunters. It's yeah. fun. It's different. You don't see that. And we're, oh, also we're the first all ever, all female paranormal team to be on TV. The hey, first that's awesome. Team. Yes. That's really cool that, you know, they didn't try to hold you guys back or give like over give direction and try to make you fit some specific profile that they intended for the audience because I mean, one of my favorite things, um, as I've gotten to know Brittany and Stephanie, is who they really are. And it's it's pretty transparent. I, I can tell you, people may see Brittany and go, there's no way that that's, <laughs> that's who she, that is her. I mean, that is yeah. Brittany Crabb, uh, 100%, uh, which is so cool. Well, Sarah, I did want to talk a little bit about maybe some experiences you've had in your uh, hunting of ghosts, uh, your paranormal exploring. Had there been any that really stick out to you that you think our audience would enjoy hearing about? Yeah, I mean, recently I spent the night at the Conjuring house and uh, I did have something follow me home that has been moving stuff around, making some crazy, extremely creepy sounds and uh it's just been a roller coaster ever since I've gotten back. Uh, my boyfriend has actually received like several stabbing sensations to his leg, which is something that is tied to the conjuring house. It's something that to re that's reported to happen at the conjuring house and it had never happened before. So the fact that um, the minute I come home, he starts getting these like stabbing sensations in his leg. It it's just interesting and it, it all ties back together. Now I will point out the fact that um, the reason why I've been followed home, it's not like everybody will immediately get followed home. I actually signed my name at the Conjuring House and I put a little symbol, which I call my portal symbol, with an invitation for spirits to come visit me. So this is the reason why I've actually been followed home. It's completely my fault. I asked for it and I received what I asked. Uh, a consensual following then it sounds like yeah. that's always interesting to me when people are okay inviting the nether world 
into their life. I mean, I, I enjoy talking about it. I enjoy seeing video pictures, hearing sound that people have recorded. The handful of times I've experienced things, it was like pretty scary and not necessarily something I personally want to experience again, unless it's kind of with professionals like the three of you, uh, where I feel protected. But Sarah, what is it about your makeup that you think, yeah, I'm cool with this. Bring it on. Come on back to the house and and let's see what happens. <laughs> I think it's just the over a decade, you know, of experience over a decade. Um, just the fact that I've been in this game for so long. Um, when you start out, you have this fear of the unknown because it's like, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what could happen to you. And, you know, if you're watching movies and stuff like that, you're thinking that, as soon as you start to investigate, all this crazy stuff will happen to you and you're in so much danger. But the reality is, is that it's not quite like the movies. You can investigate for years with nothing crazy happening to you. And um, I've just been through so many investigations and I've lived through so many paranormal experiences that I now feel like I'm not really in that much danger. Of course, there are situations where, I mean, if you're interacting with the demon, yes, you're you are in real danger, but for the most part, I mean, just the way I'm looking at it is like, I'm still alive. I'm still here. No bones are broken. Nothing absolutely horrible has happened to me. So therefore there must be something protecting me. Like there's somebody up there watching over me because or else I already would have been dragged off and killed. You know what I mean? So I feel like at this point, I feel pretty certain that whatever is looking after me is looking after me and I'm going to be fine no matter what. This episode of the Real Hauntings Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey everyone, it's Noah Daniels and I'm here to talk to you again about Wild Grain. Our last shipment of Wild Grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him. And honestly, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh bread baked coming from the oven. What if I told you that you too could get that delicious experience of homemade bread with none of the time and work involved? Well, you can by ordering from Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. And you can now fully customize your Wild Grain box, so you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com hauntings. That's wildgrain.com hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. 
or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. And is your end all goal to present something undeniable to people where the people who are kind of in the middle, not the people that are, you know, hardcore knows no matter what, but where you can kind of win, I don't know if win over is the right word, you're not a politician, but if you can help, you know, uh, show people that there's more out there than what they believe, is that kind of what you're really seeking? Absolutely. That is definitely a huge goal of mine. Another goal is uh, the reason why I'm an EVP specialist is because I really want to know what spirits have to say. Because, like, imagine being able to talk to them and ask them questions and get answers. Like, that's so fascinating. The idea of being able to talk to the dead and get answers, like, that's another thing that really, like, lights a fire under my behind. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, do, do you ever attempt to communicate with people from your family that have you know, passed away, like great grandmothers or, or things of that nature? Or do you tend to separate personal from paranormal? You know, I've never tried to contact my family, um, mainly because I didn't get along with my grandma and my grandpa died before I was born. So I don't really have a lot of rapport there. So I've never really had the inspiration to contact my family. I'm very lucky because the majority of my family is still alive. Um, but as far as separating it, I wouldn't purposefully separate it out. I could understand if somebody would want to because it might be way too emotional to even dive into something like that. But for me personally, I don't have any motivation to separate it at this time. And something I love to ask you all when I have the opportunity, if there are other young people, especially like young women wanting to get in this, what's what's a way that they can do it and maybe avoid some of the trappings that those before them have kind of fallen into, whether it's, you know, gatekeepers or, you know, people that are toxic is the best thing for them just to kind of jump in the fire and, and get rolling and be a self-starter or how, how would you recommend people get into researching the paranormal? Well, my first piece of advice is definitely do your research before you go into it. You don't want to just grab a recorder and just like run out to the graveyard and start recording. I definitely recommend, um, you know, going on Google, uh, researching, you know, the key terms of the paranormal world, you know, buying some equipment and figuring out what you're going to do before you start doing it. Now, when it comes to gatekeepers, um, try to ignore most of them, especially if they, they have a vibe like they're trying to control you or like their ego is involved. Um, but do listen to people who have been in the game for a long time if they have advice that resonates with you. I agree with Sarah about all the research and everything. And honestly, you have to get into the paranormal if you truly have a passion for it. Like if you're just doing it because like everyone else is doing it, then why are you even doing it? But I think you do need to buy equipment, maybe start with an EMF meter or like a spirit box and go to locations. But I wouldn't go to locations by yourself. I know that's what I do all the time. Like... I'm such a bad example, <laughs> but I think if you're starting out, you need to be with someone and just know what you're doing and have someone who has been in the field for a while. And, you know, cause I've been on YouTube for, Oh, who to stay away from. And in my life right now, I just stay in my own lane. I mean, I got Sarah and Stephanie now and I love that. And we're a team, but I've just, and I think like the universe brought the three of us together. Cause I've always wanted to have like a girl squad 
and an actual team. I've never had a team before. And I just think eventually you'll just be led to people and great experiences and then everything will work out the way that you want it to work out, you know? So did that even answer the question? I just, you you have a passion for it, do it. Yeah. Just anything in life. Yeah. And just be yourself and have fun with it. And don't listen to people who are like, that's wrong. Or this is like, just don't just do your thing. And you know, Stephanie, I would love to hear um, your response to that question as well. Um, Yeah. So I guess for me, like when I started doing this, mine's going to be a little bit more detailed because I, I kind of going to go from a place of like my psychic development side and then onto where I am at at now. But one thing I would say is look at within your community. So like when I lived in Denver, I really wanted to get into it. I met a lady who she, you know, she was also another mentor of mine too. And she kind of, you know, I, I mentioned her and she's, she's indigenous. Her beliefs came from that side of things. And at the time I'm like, well, I don't want to be disrespectful. Like I'm hearing her. I'm going to like take what she's saying and I'm going to take that with me, but also like not I don't want to be disrespectful to something that's an indigenous belief and like take my time with it. So I looked within my community. So I was looking at like local meetups. So at the time there was like meetup.com, they had psychic development classes. They had ghost hunting classes. They had all kinds of things that you could literally take in person and meet people in person. Um, And then I also would go to like um, botanicas or like witch shops. So like people, one thing that people don't always see is occult shops, witch shops have so many flyers of local classes, local meetups. Um, I even went to a PJ paranormal party and it was like, the shopkeeper and a investigator, they were literally helping people understand like that side of things on both the spiritual and paranormal side. So like, I really really recommend starting with your community, whether it's Facebook meetups, meetup.com, your local occult shop. And then also like, once you get to a place where you've taken that information, read books on it. Like I know the internet is great, but people sometimes don't know how to Google search. Sometimes sadly, that's one thing I've learned Mm -hmm. is like, you can tell them Google it and they're like, but where? And we're like, well, um, (laughs) um, well, I I thought it'd be easy, but I guess not. So my recommendation is going to the occult shop, going to like a witch shop. They have books there and ask them like, Hey, like what's a good book on blah, 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 blah. Or what do you recommend? They'll usually know someone that's written books too. So you're also like, supporting your local community. So I bought a couple of books recently on things like that. So that more of that, that side of things like community, getting to know people in person. Cause like the internet can feel very isolating at times. Cause like to what Sarah and Brittany were saying, it's like, there's people that they have this ego and they think they're better than people. It's really weird. And it's like, uh-huh. I don't know where this is coming from. It's very negative and fear-based. So I really just recommend yeah. your local community. Those are people that are going to be like in person and like welcome you with open arms I feel like um and then the other thing is when you are taking classes and you are signing up for these things make sure that people are not fear-basing you so like this goes with like getting a reading done as well if someone says you have a curse if someone says that you have a lot like if they're just putting you down and and like giving you self-doubt that you're not good enough like I remember five years into my like my psychic development stuff I had someone tell me well you're so new it's like shut up. (laughs) Like, so like, I I guess because I maybe this goes back to like the preconceived notion of like, just because I'm not wearing this aesthetic that you want me to have. And I have a very youthful energy to me. Um, you're, you're thinking that way, but like, I actually like really worked under people who were like indigenous beliefs. I had people who worked in Santeria. I had, and I had my mentor who he came from more of like a spiritual, like pagan side of things and he even was like a minister at a church and did a camp and everything for over 30 years like you were not going to tell me I don't know what I'm talking about like stop um 
and this is all through my community though. Like I literally went to these shops and spoke to people and just like hung out with them for, you know, it come in, in as a regular. So yeah, those, that's kind of like, I know it's a long-winded answer, but <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, very, three, very different answers, but I think all coming from the same place, which is is so cool to hear. Um, and Stephanie, we know you got those bona fides. So you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah, obviously we appreciate you coming on. I know we've kind of like keep going to you, but I really want our audience to get to know you because I've heard so much you know, awesome things about you and working with Brittany and Stephanie. Do you foresee yourself as someone who eventually will be like leading ghost hunts for people? I mean, I, I know you're on social media. Do you want people to reach out to you to try to organize stuff? Or I mean, where where do you kind of fall on that side of social media and the paranormal? I would love to do ghost hunts with other people too, lead ghost hunts. Um, I've been feeling a teaching vibe lately, to be honest with you. So I want to do like a lot of instructional videos in the future to help teach people, you know, who want to get into the paranormal, um, teach them how to get into it, how to become paranormal investigators. So yeah, I have a lot of fun stuff coming up and definitely reach out to me for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Brittany, obviously your YouTube channel is amazing. Can you tell our audience about your YouTube channel and maybe some fun content that's recently come out or what you've got going on that you'd like to promote? Well, starting tomorrow, I do my annual Britty Ween. That's all like through October and I dress up in costumes and my theme this year is evil circus, but there's a mix with Vecna because I'm being one because I'm like obsessed with Vecna and Jamie Campbell Bauer like this entire summer. I'm obsessed. Oh my God, I'm in love with that man, <laughs> but I'm being um, Vecna slash one slash Henry in my videos and I'm just having fun. I'm playing a lot of paranormal games in October. That's kind of my theme. And since it's like a, an evil circus kind of vibe and I'm bringing Brittany Wise back. She's like Pennywise, but she's pretty wise. She's like my evil twin. <laughs> it's this whole thing. And she doesn't like me. I mean, it's me. I play her, but like, spoiler. But um, <laughs> yes, she doesn't like me. And I like her, but I'm her circus is kind of like her lair. And I kind of always break into it. So I'm bringing it back this year. <laughs> I sound crazy, but yeah, it's just fun. I just, yeah, I love clowns and Vecna and everything and grandfather clocks now because of Vecna so it's just like that's like my theme it's just fun and I'm dressing up in costumes and stuff so that's what I'm doing in October and promoting spirit squad like a mad person it's literally awesome. my entire reality yeah. right now your content is so unique and I think that's one of the other Thank than you, you just being a fun person but I think that's one of the things that people are really drawn to where can they find all that yeah. great content so my youtube channel youtube.com slash Brittany Crab. And I might post some TikToks and Instagram, but it's mainly on YouTube. And I'm trying to post every day in October, like 31 days. So we'll see. But um, yeah, it's fun. Stephanie, you are, I, I think, really becoming like the paranormal mogul. You do so much in this community. I feel like every week I get on our Instagram feed and I'm like, oh, wow, this is another awesome thing. Like, where does she find the time? Um, and all the content is done at such a high level. I think you have such a cool voice for this community is there some things i mean obviously we're going to talk about spirit squad coming on the cw but is there anything else personally you have going on you'd like to promote well so i am the host of something scary i know people like they have seen like the cartoons and stuff and they may not notice it because like especially on instagram people don't listen with audio you know they just see pictures yep. mm -hmm. and so yeah like i'm so i'm the host of something scary i read scary stories on their youtube channel 
And alongside with Blair, she does mostly the podcast stuff. And then I'm like, I do like a special appearance on the podcast towards the end. And like, I love reading scary stories. And a lot of people are, are always telling me like, you have a voice for it. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, I never know. Like, I'm actually mad. I'm mad at my family, my friends, my husband for not telling me I have a voice for like, <laughs> for like story times. I had to find out through the internet. So, um, but yeah, I I've been doing more of that. And like the channel has pushed me to sound scarier too. Like, I'm so grateful for something scary. Like they really coached me and like, try to bring out the scary side. Cause I didn't know I could make my voice like that creepy until like they were in the studio with me. Like, yeah. So like, that's why I'm really proud of what I'm doing on there. Um, so I, I guess I can promote that. Like, it's something that has been a really big learning investment for me and and a partnership in general. Very cool. And where can our fans find all your awesome content? Uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. I'm on everything now, YouTube. <laughs> um, so yeah. I'm doing all of that. Yeah. And I think yes. right now I'm going, I'm going through a change. So I used to do stuff for BuzzFeed and I, I do once in a while, but it's more focused on this new project. Um, but I did my last video I did and people, if they want to check it out, me and Tucker, he's a comedian on TikTok and other channels and people love him. Um, so me and him did a video on BuzzFeed Unsolved and we did a thing called, is this doll actually haunted? And they gave us dolls and no one knew which one was haunted and we would swap them. So we spent one full day, vlogged it and then swapped it. And Tucker, since he's not much of like a paranormal spooky person, like he was open to it. Like he, he told me from the beginning, like, I'm scared. But like, he kind of gives me like Britney. It's like, if if Britney was a guy, it would be Tucker. Like, seriously, like Tucker, <laughs> oh like, I love I Tucker. Love Tucker. But, <laughs> yeah, mine is like the spooky stuff. Like, I don't think he's there yet. But if he wanted to embrace it, I know he could. Um, But he was just like, okay, I'm scared, but I'm going to try it. Like, that's how he was like, okay, I'm scared. And he did have a scary moment in the footage. Like he sent me a text in the middle of the night, like, Stephanie, I'm scared. I'm scared. And I was like, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> He was asking the doll, he was asking the doll if he was going to get a date. He's like, am I going to get a date? Uh, and then <laughs> we did like a funny face and like the doll just like, like hit something the wall. It was, it was funny. Um, But you should, you guys should watch it. It's just, it, he's just so hilarious. Like just seeing him like be like, was I respectful enough to the dolls? Like he didn't know. Um, But anyway, so we did a swap and at the very end it was revealed which doll was haunted. The production team didn't want it. So I got to keep it. It's actually up here in the high shelf. Um, his name is You got Earl. to keep the doll? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. And um, <laughs> it was a learning lesson for me because he's he's very, he's a very elderly faint spirit. Like he, he comes and goes, I feel like. And he only likes the animals. And it's, yeah, well, I don't want to give everything away, but glad he's not in here. But anyway, moral of the story is, if you guys want to watch it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> Very just, cool. You just search BuzzFeed Unsolved. Is this doll actually haunted? Yeah. That reminds me like in school when they give you an egg and they're like, take care of this. And you're just like, it's okay. It's an egg. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. He, he had some oopsie moments. So I would <laughs> recommend you guys watch it. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait to check that out. Um, he actually showered with one of the dolls too. So what it. yeah it actually made it in there and he showered yes yeah, so like you I'll, I'll send you the thing it's freaking hilarious like That's so funny um <laughs> yeah. sarah do you have something you'd like to promote uh, where our fans can find you and watch all your cool content yes yeah, so i am going to be uploading instructional videos for the paranormal on my youtube channel and all that will be in my link tree on my instagram so my youtube is para sarah paranormal 
Awesome. All right. Well, the reason we're all here, other than everybody just being amazing, is you all have a show coming out on the CW. It drops October the 3rd, which is Monday. Uh, so it's really like the kickoff for Halloween, right? For us, that's when we start celebrating Halloween is October. Um, so yeah, why don't you guys give one last big push for your amazing show that's coming out? It's the first all-female paranormal team in history on U.S. television. Do not miss this. We had some crazy physical activity happen to us. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. a show like it. It is so different from every paranormal show. It's fun. It's scary. Another thing I want to say is the three of us as paranormal investigators, we don't, when we hear the evidence, we see the evidence when something's going on, we all go towards it. We're not the type that run away screaming. And that's something I think the audience is going to really appreciate. Yes, it's scary, but we all go towards it. Like anytime something happened, we're like, let's go. We did not go, <gasps> let's run away. Never yes. like that. Nope. <laughs> um, but the other thing too, is that like, it does have like the, the special we did does have a huge Latino, like, like Hispanic representation, not just because I'm in it, but like, I actually did something in Spanish. So like, it yeah. it is a big thing. Like, I know a lot of like Latinos love the haunted stuff. And there, you know, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get represented. And so I thought that was really cool about this too. It was like, we go beyond just like the investigating the physical, we actually want to really represent and promote diversity. So like, that was really cool. I, I forgot to mention that that is like a huge thing. There was a Latino representation on there. So that's really cool. And what, so one more time, what is the name of the show? Where can they find it? And what time does it air? It's the CW's Halloween special presentation called Mysteries Decoded Presents Spirit Squad, and it premieres Monday, October 3rd at 9, 8 central on the CW. <laughs> oh, one so more cool. note, though. Um, they did say that for LA folks, it will oh. be pushed back to October 9th. So for everywhere else in the world, it's October 3rd, but uh -huh. Los Angeles, California, October 9th. If you yeah. miss it, you'll be cursed forever. You have to tune in <laughs> October 3rd. I, nine eight central like you have to oh you shit to. i gotta watch it now or Brittany will curse you guys just kidding i will and Brittany wise will come after everybody because she's an evil clown i feel like i would just i would wake up every morning and for no explained reason i would just have a pink shirt on i'd be like what the fuck and i could take it off walk into the bathroom and i'd be wearing another pink shirt you know <laughs> love it with that i'm noah daniels i'm stephanie strange i'm Brittany crab I'm Sarah Gray. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.